Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Hello, folks. Happy, happy Monday. So good to see you. I guess not really see you, but to have you. You know, I can see you in spirit. (laughs) Thanks for starting off your week with me. Um, Please leave a review and um, subscribe for some more episodes. And you can contact me, chat about whatever we're chatting about today on Instagram at official Kiara Barnes and thank you again for being part of the talk theory podcast I appreciate you all and love you so today is the day folks we're getting into the hair story why I chopped it all off and all the things that happened in between but um We're also going to be touching on self-care as a whole in the episode. You know, it's going to be the underlining vibe. Um, Which, I don't know, I might make into a a little mini-series as well. Because there's so much space for the topic of self-care. Anyhow, um, I just want to give some backstory of how I got to this point with my hair, but me and my hair have had, for the most part, a complicated history. I am biracial, and because of that, I somewhat have a mix of textures on my head, you know? Some bits and pieces are curlier than others, and some bits and pieces are a little drier than others. So needless to say, all of this made the whole process of doing my hair and understanding my hair a bit complicated. I mean, when I was younger, my hair was finer, which I think is pretty normal. When you're like a baby, you barely have any thickness or, I don't know, texture to your hair. And then as you grow older, it gains more of that thickness. Um, at least that was definitely my case. So when I was younger, you know, usually ponytails and braids were the way to go. And I was genuinely fine with my hair. Um, but I also, (laughs) I wasn't really doing it. You know, my mom was doing my hair, so she might have the, um, opposite (laughs) feeling towards, towards it. But, um, you know, she had to tame the beast for me. And also at that time, folks, there wasn't a lot of products, first off, or just general information for curly hair. And let alone heads of hair with a hodgepodge of textures on them. So we did the best we could. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I'm just getting visions of... um old photos of mine and just uh, bless her heart um but it wasn't till maybe I got into fourth or fifth grade that I just started noticing that 
hey, you know, everyone else had straight hair and it looked so much longer than mine because it was obviously straight and wasn't curly and it looked easier to deal with. And also, even in the media, I was consuming, you know, Disney Channel, whatever. Maybe all of the people I watched had straight hair. So it just kind of seemed to be the beauty standard at the time and just kind of the natural thing to fall into. And of course, you know, I want to look like the things I saw. I, I think that's pretty normal. And um, I was just, I was getting older and my hair was only getting thicker and it was really hard to manage on my own. Um, and I didn't want, you know, by the time you get in middle school, like especially high school, it's like, uh, I'm not having my mom do my hair. So, <laughs> you know, um, I just, it was hard to manage on my own. Especially, especially when not given the right information about how to care for it um, or maintain it. So I started the classic old relaxing of the hair. If you don't know what that means, basically it's a chemical compound that changes the structure of your curl pattern to lay flatter. And it makes straightening your hair much faster and it can hold that whole pin straight look much easier, you know? Um, and at first I have to say it was great. I loved it. My hair looked super long and I could do all kinds of styles with it. And yeah, it was like love at first sight. I, I thought this is, this is the cheat code. This is everything. But of course over time your hair grows and so you get what they call new growth which means your roots start growing out curly and you have to get it touched up to match the chemically treated portions of your hair or it's just going to look a little nuts <laughs> and so naturally if you're doing these touch-ups every I don't know few months you can imagine it's a lot of chemicals and heat to maintain so I did that for maybe a good five years and then I decided decided to stop because it was one, just a lot of work to keep up um, and also expensive. Those treatments are not cheap. <laughs> um, and even more than that, by the end of my chemical treatment journey, I was looking a lot like a deep fried French fry. Yeah, my my hair was extremely brittle, super thin and not healthy at all. But I just continued to straighten my hair even after this whole chemical thing while I was in high school. Because again, I had no idea what products to use in my hair, what worked. And I knew I could maintain straightening my hair because I've done it before and and that was definitely more familiar to me. Would it take me four hours to do? Sure. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Um, once I got out of high school, there was definitely a bigger curly hair community building online for sure. 
and it had much more information. And so I experimented and used less heat. Um, I would use braiding hair and tried styles with that. And that grew my hair back. Honestly, it, it got super, super long, which was exciting. But then I got into modeling and I would be doing runway shows. And let's just say there wasn't a lot of care for girls with curly hair, honestly. <laughs> okay. When you're jumping show to show, they're rushing and simultaneously destroying your hair. It's, it's, um, it, it's honestly a sight to behold <laughs> because they have just about, if that, depending, you know, 45 minutes on each head. Um, and I say depending because it's based on what time you show up from your last show. So if you're running late because traffic or whatever, and then you are about to go on the stage or whatever, and you might only get 20 minutes. So you have people just scraping and pulling at your hair. Oh my gosh, it was, it was bad. Um, and so of course a lot of heat was being put on, you know, last show slick back gel bun and glitter or whatever. I mean, seriously, like they just did not care. Um, so it wasn't good. So I ended up losing a lot of hair and just losing my curl pattern altogether. So I really got into half wigs after I stopped doing runway. Um, and that was great because I could leave my, like a certain portion of my natural hair out and blend that with the curly wig and, um, anything else underneath that wig was just braided up and protected which was great and it grew my hair and that worked really well. But then I booked a soap and on this soap, everything was glam and that's just soaps in general. It's all very pretty, pretty, pretty. So we did half wigs, um, but because we shot Monday through Friday and we were doing multiple episodes in a day, like average, we would probably do, it, it wasn't, abnormal to at least do three or four in one day um and so of course there's a lot of heat again because there's multiple hair changes to switch days and stuff like that um I started losing a lot of hair again so then we went to ponytails and updos and using braiding hair but again because we were shooting so much I started losing my edges Oh my gosh, you guys, I could not freaking catch a break. My poor hair. Um, but then COVID hit and we got shut down for, for several months. But I ended up actually getting a curly hair professional to just assess my hair around that time. And she basically said, girl, you're going to have to chop all this off and start again your hair is so damaged and dehydrated it's almost impossible to revive and she was just telling me all the things that I was doing wrong and I realized like yeah yikes my hair doesn't actually get 
any water. And that's like huge for um, curly hair. It needs a lot of water and hydration. And I realized I don't really put any water in this unless it's a wash day. And I say day because I'm not kidding. It takes a day <laughs> to detangle, do a deep conditioner treatment, your washing, conditioning. It's a whole thing. Um, especially if you have a lot of hair. But also, even though I didn't have this chemical relaxer, it still affected my hair because when you have a chemical or relaxer, you can't get your hair wet. You can't. Well, I mean, you can, but you're going to waste a bunch of money because all that work to get it straight, you know what I'm saying? Um, so you try and maintain the straight look as long as possible. So not only are you not hydrating it, but anytime you work out or even wake up from a freaking nap and you have some frizzy bits, you got to straighten it. So it lays flat with everything else. So you're just dehydrating, dehydrating more by putting all this heat on it and no water. And so on top of all of that, (laughs) I found out that the ingredients folks, the ingredients I was using were not it. The leave-in conditioners, the shampoos, the hair masks, they were all dehydrating. I had no idea. Oh my gosh. And so I, I genuinely tried to revive my hair after that initial appointment. I, I spent like maybe three, maybe shy of four months trying to get my hair to get to this healthy place. Um, but it just, it, it wasn't working. And so I definitely was her comment about, um, oh, you should cut all your hair off because it, you know, you just got to start fresh, um, was circulating in my head. And it wasn't that it was scary because to be honest, I always knew I would cut my hair short, like, like boy cut Halle Berry since I was super young. And I don't know, maybe it's because I saw her short hair and thought it looked so cool that I wanted to do it. But I would always say, oh, if I got an acting job and they want me to cut it all off, I'd do it. But I ended up beating them to the punchline because I did it before any uh, job needed me to do it. So yeah, I, I was ready to do it. But also at this time, I, we had come back from that COVID lockdown and we were back at the soap and because protocols were still so new, we actually had to do our own hair and makeup at that time, which was rough. Um, because they have professionals folks doing that kind of stuff for us. All right. I am not trained to know how to do glam hair and makeup. Um, so I started just doing my best by studying full lace wig installs and how to do that on my own because I knew for the sake of my sanity, I could maintain a wig and put as much heat on that and not care versus my real hair. So I was doing that and doing that for a long time and I would have to like cornrow all of my hair and pin it back and put this wig on and I just figured 
all my hair is hidden anyway. Like I might as well just chop it off. No one's going to know. And so I did. I did that and it felt amazing. First off, I was able to hop in the shower and wash my hair and body and it only took a fraction of the time. So that was incredible. And I'm telling you folks, the weight difference was something else. I don't even, my neck just had a release. <laughs> there was so much hair. Also, energetically, just getting rid of hair that's been on my head for years and all that damage. Ugh, it just, it felt so good to start over. And it was also beautiful. You know, I hadn't seen my curls look so fresh like that in so long. And, I was able to just start from scratch. I, d- I did a lot of finger twists and hydrating treatments. I still do, but it was it was really important to do that then because basically I had to train my curls from the root to know what to do. So yeah, I'm happy to report that now the length uh, it's at, it's, it's giving Nick Jonas from Camp Rock 1 Um, so that's a big accomplishment. If you don't know Google, okay, that's your friend. Um, but, um, I will say that through this process, I have found some really, really good websites and YouTubers that give great information, um, which is great. Now so much more information is out there and we've really come a long way. And I will say the trick has been the ingredients. Looking up what the ingredients do and seeing how they affect my hair helps. So, for example, there's certain ingredients like glycerin that if it's higher in the ingredient list, my hair specifically doesn't really get along too well with that. Now, if you don't know, if you see something in an ingredient list and it's closer to the start of how, you know, where the ingredient list begins. That means it's has more concentration of whatever that ingredient is. Um, so I found that if glycerin is higher up on that list, mm, my hair doesn't, my hair doesn't agree. And I, ended up doing some research and I go, why though? Because glycerin, I found out glycerin is a humectant and humectants, a little science class, humectants grab from out outer sources for hydration. And then they pull from that and add it to your hair. So in theory, it sounds great. You're just getting all this moisture, um, from, from the air, from the environment. But it wasn't working for me. So I figured, oh, well, wait a minute. I live in a more dry area. Um, so when that ingredient goes to grab moisture in the air and there's not really a substantial amount to grab from, it ends up grabbing that moisture from my actual hair, which was a revelation and explained why certain products with glycerin, if it was higher, my hair would end up looking a lot drier versus certain products where glycerin was there, but it was 
maybe further down on that ingredient list because it wasn't there wasn't so much in it in that hair product or whatever that I was using to affect me in that kind of way. So I know it all sounds like a bit much, but um, do your research on stuff. That's for sure. Even if you don't have curly hair, you should really see what kind of stuff you're putting in. Um, and I had to understand my hair type. My hair t- type really needs moisture. Um, so I've found now what, uh, products really help with that. And I definitely found that water is major key, major key. Uh, I use so much water on my hair. You'd think I'm a freaking plant, but that honestly has changed the overall health of it. And yeah, also through this whole curly hair journey, it's definitely affected my confidence and how I see myself. I think I think a lot of people can identify with this, but I was definitely defined by my hair. And it became a security blanket to always have longer hair or to have my hair out. Um, it's what at the time made me feel beautiful. So when I cut all of that off, it, it was empowering but it was also, <laughs> I really had to get to know myself again. Um, there was just no hiding behind hair or anything. It was just me and my face. So I had some ups and downs. Um, some days I just wouldn't feel as beautiful. Um, and it really forced me to find that sense of beauty within by doing a lot of inner work, you know, and realizing that hair and makeup and all that stuff is really fun and and is nice to express, but who do I see myself without all of that? Um, And also leading into it challenged me not to look for others' validation and approval in my beauty. Uh, Because let me tell you, Folks were vocal about not liking my hair and liking it. And either way, I had to get to the point of neutrality with any opinions because they weren't mine and they didn't matter. It mattered for me if I liked it and if I was affected in a positive way, which I was um, from doing it, honestly. I definitely got closer to myself and just really started caring for myself on a deeper level, which I know it might sound a little wild that a haircut did this, but it really did. And for that, I'm super grateful because I just have this confidence now within that wasn't there before. And I also think the growing out portion (laughs) was a challenge because It's one thing to have short, short hair and just getting haircuts to maintain that style. But once you start growing that out and it gets the awkward in between stage where you can't really do a lot of styles and you just got to let it rock. Yeah, that's going to that's going to test your confidence. But, (laughs) you know, your girl made it through. Um, And I also just love seeing the growth happen because it was 
it's so healthy and I've been taking such good care with, with it. And even how I see my hair, it's not a fight anymore. Like I put so much love into it. I actually enjoy styling it now, whereas beforehand, because I didn't know how or the right ways, I would just be like, honestly ripping through my hair. Oh, it was, I just did not show my hair a lot of love. And now I'm glad that I just hit the restart button and relearned everything because, and it was a journey folks. It was a lot of trial and error. Some products did not work. Some like that whole glycerin thing, you know, that was something I learned maybe just a few months ago. So, um, and I've had my hair short, short for a little over a year now. So, you know, it's a process. Um, and I just, I love the self-care journey I've been going on for the past year and a half now. It's been really good. I tell you, there's just no love better than the love you have for yourself. And getting to that point is so incredibly rewarding. So my theory of the week is Self-care is a reflection of self-respect. Do something this week that gives back to you. It doesn't have to be as dramatic and (laughs) insane as like, oh, you know, I'm going to go shave all my hair off. But maybe it's just washing your face a little softer than how you usually scrub, 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 you know? Maybe it's making yourself a nice warm drink that you usually only have around the holidays, but you know it makes you so feel, you know, makes you feel so good when you do have it. It could really be anything. But the point is to just do something nice for you and um, appreciate yourself. It's only going to be rewarding and affect you in such a positive way. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening. And I just, I appreciate you all for letting me get on here and talk and share my personal experiences and stories with you. It means a lot. Um, You folks are really like family. And I love you. And I will definitely see you next week. Okay. Love you. Bye.